Dog Sports, but we came here to win. The most legit podcast, that's why we know you're tuning in. We cover the biggest news, we underdogs, but we can't lose. So trust the process, yes you, because we got Chris and Anju to bless you. With the best features, best stories, we diving deep like a Lambo leap. Wake up, kid, and stop snoring, we on point just like this beat. Bring the passion like the talk path. In the cold, get a gold brand. Sit back and race the cat, because we start this show like right now. to this week's episode of The Underdog. I'm Chris Horwoodell, joined by Matt Crone. Matthew, we sit here on the eve of madness. How are you feeling? I don't even... Can we even call it the eve of madness? The two games last night, the playing games on Tuesday night, were phenomenal. Did you happen to well, catch the, any of them? Well, we were talking. Uh, we were literally we were literally on a, a call while one of them was going on, so you know for a fact that I didn't see that. But... Um, no, I didn't. I didn't see either. We have two tonight: six forty and nine ten. True TV exclusives. But uh, I feel like the the tournament proper starts tomorrow. It's true. I I fully agree. But I would usually say that. But that Mississippi State pick game, that mm. was just co- like the closest game, and it was constantly like a one point game the entire time. Like that was so much fun, and you, we almost saw a buzzer beater to win and. Uh, Mississippi State just couldn't get it done, and Pitt, Pitt advanced to actually get in the play in the tournament. Well, was that hard for you? Because I know your alma mater is obviously Ole Miss. Do you ha- do you harbor that resentment towards Mississippi State? Oh, I'm so happy they lost. They <laughs> we are the best. We are the they we are the best in the state, and we should have been in. We win that game. Mississippi wins that game over Pitt. Well, I'll tell you who wouldn't have won that game is uh, my villain over Wildcats. Uh, yeah, jeez, man, what is going on? Well, what happened is uh, Jay Wright left, and now the now the program's in shambles. I said this uh, I said this earlier on, but like I literally have two Sports Illustrateds framed in front of me here from the national championships of a couple years ago. I thought you were going to say swimsuit edition. I was like, all right, Chris. and it, it's, it's Greg too, which is weird. <laughs> but, um, it was. I don't expect to see another one. <laughs> I don't. I don't expect to have to buy a new frame anytime soon. Yeah, it's gonna be a minute. It's um, it's just not a good year. Not a good year. Like I'm actually almost more happy that it's over. You know, just just let's move on to next year. I don't know. I I'm scared for next year, man. I think I think we're gonna lose some guys to the portal. Obviously, Cam Whitmore is gonna go to the NBA. Justin Moore and Caleb Daniels are donezo. It's uh, very very concerned about the immediate future of this program under Kyle Neptune. Especially with what? Come on, Jay. I think you, Jay. Let's be real. Let's be real. You're a terrible broadcaster. Wow, that was hurtful. He is a terrible broadcaster. Those are fighting words. Well, if Jay wants to fight me, I will probably back down from that. (laughs) I apologize on the spot. uh, He ever called me out for my comments, I would immediately cower in fear. It's correct. <laughs> well, he's a he he is a god. He is a god oh, yeah. of my institution. So and a great looking guy. Great looking guy. Great. Always dresses nice. Oh, yeah, and it was weird. It was weird when uh, all of a sudden he started wearing like the the quarter zips and all that stuff on the sidelines. I've said this ever since that the NBA coaches switched from having and like college coaches. Well, I don't, actually, I don't know. Do college coaches have to wear suits all the time? No, Jay stopped a couple years ago. We, so I remember the NBA, like when they, I think it was like the bubble when they were like, oh yeah, like we, you don't have to go back to wearing full suits. I, yeah, I, it was I, polos. Yeah, I'm out on that. I think you need, 
you need the suits. It looks so much better, so much more professional. I think that was the downfall of the NBA. In general? In general, yes. Okay. Well, that's a hot take. That's a very hot take. Uh, we've People got... would agree with me than you think. I. That's entirely possible. I've got BovadaSportsBook.com open in front of me. We're going to talk about all of the uh, interesting lines and futures from this year's March Madness tournament. I have not heard the the basketball part of Better Stillette yet, so all of the stuff you're going to be telling me will be will be fresh and we actually have, we did not talk about it last night didn't, <laughs> didn't come, come up, up. didn't come, <laughs> i know it's a big gambling podcast but did not no one had any picks it was weird <laughs> no real thoughts a lot of talk about what happens when what happens when a uh, bullpen catcher dies <laughs> but <laughs> couldn't get to the ncaa tournament <laughs> the best is that's an actual thing like that, that that for the listeners would... for the underdog listeners who didn't know that that was an actual conversation no, that was legitimately hilarious. Uh, <laughs> like very, like I don't find you funny personally. <laughs> I, Appre- I, was, I appreciate I your honesty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just it makes sense. And also, I, I like, I didn't get to mention it, but Stumpo is not the bullpen catcher anymore for the Phillies. It was some other guy. No, that's how irrelevant it is. <laughs> uh, shout out Stumpo. Shout out Stumpo. Uh, we also have to talk about something that I, I sent you a I sent you a text earlier this week and I got I got no response. I, I assumed you were just heartbroken or confused or whatever. So I I realized that, but also you got to remember, th- uh, there was a good ten people that sent that to me. <laughs> well, I see where I stand. <laughs> well, I replied to a bunch of people and then I like realized well, like oh I didn't. That? I, I didn't reply to Chris. <laughs> yeah, very rude. Yeah. What, of course, what, of course, we're talking about is the Panthers willing to trade, uh, well, I guess now second-year quarterback Matt Corral this offseason. So my my exact response to other people was, mm-hmm. damn Liz Frank, that jerk, um, mm-hmm. uh, would have been the starter and would have been the best quarterback in, Par- in Carolina history. Sure. Do you think their willingness to trade Corral improves or decreases their odds, which is currently plus 5,500 at Bavada to win the Super Bowl next year? Who's their quarterback next year? P.J. Uh, Tucker? Not no, PJ he Tucker. actually – no, I know P.J. Walker, but they actually, they actually didn't pick up an option for B.J. Walker. <laughs> apologies to P.J. Walker. Yeah, Temple. really messing up his name Temple's today. great. <laughs> Uh, apparently apologies to bj tucker for uh yeah they um they didn't pick up his option he is an unrestricted free agent as of now and actually has been tied to the eagles because of his connection to sirianni so who's their quarterback well darnold is probably the starter in san francisco yeah he signed with the 49ers um because everybody else is hurt he'll probably be the starter at the beginning of the season Carolina, I don't, not sure. Well, the obviously they're going to take a quarterback early in the draft. Oh, they did sign actually really good deal. Uh, signed Andy Dalton to a two-year, ten million dollar contract to be their backup. And uh, you know, you have to think they're going to take a quarterback very high in the draft. Um, yeah, or they'll just ride with Dalton. Just really not but, care. I, but I think teams do try to care. It doesn't seem so. like it, Chris. There's a lot of teams like the Philadelphia Flyers. They just don't care. 
I'm not familiar with that organization. I think they play soccer or something. <laughs> There's a really good soccer team in this this town, and it ain't the Flyers, Matt. It's uh, the Columbus Crew. The Columbus Crew. That is uh, that is correct. Um, yeah, I mean, goes without saying, the Panthers made that gigantic trade to move up to the number one overall pick in the draft. Gave up DJ Moore. Gave up. Uh, oh yeah, I first, forgot about that. first round picks, two second round picks. So who do you we think don't, they take? Bryce Young. I mean, I think Bryce Young is the best quarterback in this draft. But there, you know, people have been pushing C.J. Stroud. People have been pushing. It blows my mind. But Anthony Richardson. Miami. I mean, uh, Florida. Florida. Yeah. yeah. Um, had an unbelievable combine. The most athletic quarterback in combine history. But. Interesting. Well, he completed 53% of his passes last year at Florida, and that would give me some pause if I was picking that high. But I don't How know. How did he do uh, on his SATs? I'm not touching that. <laughs> uh, I would guess it's Bryce Young. I got a 1070. I'm an idiot. And that, and that was in the uh, – that was, was when 20, they – 2,400. The 2,400. <laughs> But hey, all, almost almost fifty percent. I just don't even. I'm just standardized testing is hard, man. I don't even know what I got actually. I don't even remember. I do know what I got. I I've always thought testing was fairly easy, uh, but it's the actual doing the work that is hard. I was good on the nice part, but that was about it. Well, I did I did very well in math. Well, I hate math, as as you've seen from many episodes of Better's Delight. Math is not my strong suit. I was a mathlete. I was the highest mathlete score in uh, St. Mary's grade school back in the day. And this is something you're proud of and want to tell people about? Uh, Look, I I went on to do other things, but uh, (laughs) it is still the pinnacle of my my accomplishments. Yeah, I'm out on SATs. I I don't think you have to worry about it anymore. I'm never taking them again, Chris, and you can't make me. (laughs) It's a hot take. Actually... (laughs) That would be fun. I, I want to do a video. Let's do a video for the website. Everybody takes SATs, and uh, the winner gets, I don't know, 500 bucks. Okay. Okay. Now, instead of SATs, because that takes too long, what about the like the Richter scale test or whatever that one is? The Wonderlick test? The Wonderlick, yeah. The Richter that's also That's also what I meant instead of the SATs when I asked the question. Uh-huh. <laughs> I meant the Wonderlick. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's not- do that. I don't know how to make it interesting, but I, I'm down for that. We could we can do that. What do you mean highest Wonderlick score gets five hundred dollars? I know, but it's got first of all, I don't know if we're looking at five hundred dollars for 000. A, a quick five that does make more sense. <laughs> um for a quick test, but I I don't know how to make because it would have to be a video for the website and because we'd have to make it interesting. We gotta be able to monetize that baby. Uh I don't know how to make that interesting, but we'll we'll keep talking about this. So if I you know I've wanted to do I've had some ideas. Uh, I want to do. I want to do like a, a game show, something like that. Cash yeah. prizes. Well, this I'll is a fun game show idea. A wonderlick test. The wonderlick test. <laughs> the greatest game show of all. <laughs> would say. Uh, and yes, uh, and I don't think I don't think people like uh, well Anthony Richardson and Jalen Carter and the the likes of those NFL draft prospects this year would agree with that. But Kesara Sarah, um, big day today. Big it day is today. The, it, is the return of Ted Lasso? Yeah. How much? So, what's the deal? We were. I was talking about that earlier in the office. What is, um, like, what's the scheme they're doing? Like one at a time, two at a time. I have. I don't. I can't confirm this, but the last thing I read was four were releasing today. Okay. 
How I, let's let's find that out for sure. Because I, I feel like I should watch all four of those today, then, because I'm going to be very busy watching basketball the next five days you know no agreed agreed completely um and i i felt the same way how many season three are there eight hours ago when do they premiere okay no i guess not um it looks like (laughs) big never mind on that matthew (laughs) Big never mind. I think what they I think that four was in relation to the episode titles that have been released so far. Great. Uh episode 301, Smells Like Mean Spirit, premieres today. So we're uh, only getting new, one episode. Yeah, it looks like it. We really we really dropped off there. The newly promoted AFC Richmond face mockery as pundits predict they'll finish dead last this season. So I don't even want to watch it then if it's only gonna be one. Next week, news of a top player looking to move to London sends the English clubs into a frenzy. Yes, I guess. So I'm not going to watch it. I don't know. It's hard for me not to watch Ted Lasso. Yeah, but just when's the next one come out? Next week? Next week, yeah. I'd rather just binge up. Yeah, and I feel like I'm going to, like, there's going to be memes. You know, there's going to be memes. You know, there's going to be memes. People are going to talk about it, and I like to listen to people sometimes. But if they talk about it, that upsets me. Sure. Uh, you like you like to hear people talk, but you don't like to listen to what they say. Oh, one hundred percent of the time. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Like, I, it's it, it stinks. I discovered I w- I don't know if I've told this story. I probably have, but when I randomly discovered Ted Lasso um, during the pandemic. I watched the whole first season in one day and I was genuinely bummed to learn that I, I thought multiple seasons were out, but there was, was not, I was ready to move on to season two. Uh, that's, so yeah, that's depressing. this one episode thing will be a challenge. Yeah. I mean, I imagine it is, I mean, it's an easy show to be able to watch that many in a day. Well, <laughs> it did take me till after midnight, but I, uh, I soldiered through. I see. I wonder. I wonder if the best course of action here. Maybe I'll just start rewatching the first two seasons and yeah, let why them not? let them build up a little bit, and we'll get to we'll get to uh, season three when it's a little further along. It's a I believe nine episodes season. So we got a while. I think the the ends in May. That's a bummer. Yeah, I mean, I don't see why not. Just, dude, just go ahead and watch it, Chris. Four episodes, Ted Lasso. Yeah, well, it's good to have Ted Lasso back. I, I think we would all prefer if there was a little bit more, but what are you going to do? I, I understand why Apple TV Plus wants to string this out as long as it can. It's obviously, it's biggest show, so. But it's going to be done after this season, right? So, all of the... Prior to the season starting, all of all of the cast members were like kind of open about like, yeah, you know, they're they're leaving the door open for another season, blah blah blah. I've I've read from the the critics who have seen the season, puts a bow on the puts a bow on the show pretty nicely. Okay. While there while there could potentially be an option for a spinoff somewhere down the line, it wraps things up for this arc pretty well. So I don't I don't think we're going to get a fourth season of Ted Lasso proper. 
All right, rest in peace, Ted. Well, he's not dead yet. I was we talking about a different guy. Oh boy, was, uh, was that uh, Better Ted. Off Ted? That's a great show. Yeah, it was that show. <laughs> Better Off Ted was a great show. Jay Harrington, ABC, criminally underrated, but I don't know if I know that show. It's an easy. It's an easy show to watch. There's a lot of people in there who you'll know, including uh, Portia de Rossi and um, Terry Rhodes is Chet. Yeah, it's a funny show. Really funny. It's it's very much in the vein of all the shows that you like of the offices and and that kind of show. So, not a lot of people I know in this. You you'll you might not know their names, but when you watch it, you'll be like, "Oh, it's that guy." Dakin Matthews looks a little, Oh, okay. I know I know who that is. You would like you you would like Better Off Ted. It's a funny show. He's King of Queens. He's yeah, okay. I know Dak and Matthews because he's the dad he's uh Doug's dad and King of Queens. Okay. I don't know. I'm okay. Didn't think that in NCAA tournament week I was gonna be Googling <laughs> Dak and Matthews. Nor do I have any okay, yeah. It's spelled like you think. Oh, this guy's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah, but mostly known for King of Queens. Melvin Richard Dakin Matthews. Also uh my two dads, Gilmore Girls, Def- Desperate Housewives, lots of. He's he's done some work, and he was, apparently uh, was a drama teacher and emeritus professor of English at Cal State University. Interesting. He was in Child's Play. He was Colonel Cochran, True Grit, Lincoln. He played guys. Lincoln and Lincoln. He definitely did not. But <laughs> uh, we're not here for facts. This is not a facts show. Not what we do. I do want to talk a little bit about this, uh, this this basketball tournament we got coming up, Matthew. When's that? I think next week. The NIT second round. Uh, Liberty, you sons of bitches. <laughs> I, might not watch, <sighs> I might not watch the tournament this year. I might uh, just sit it out. Well, I have much more time to think about what's going to happen in episode two of Ted Lasso. <laughs> well, let's, let's start with the, uh, the South region. Okay. Number one, Alabama. Number two, Arizona. Number three, Baylor. Number four, Virginia. Obviously, the favorite there in that region is Alabama. Finds himself plus 650 at Bavada. Uh, what do you think of this region? Do you think the top teams do well? Are there any sleepers you like? So this is probably my most uh, like jumbled region where I have okay. a lot of upsets in this region. All right. So um, Greg, Greg and I did a bracket earlier today, and uh, this I also came out with some upsets here. Yeah. So I, I mean, start. I mean, Alabama wins their first game, no doubt. Maryland wins yep. their first game. I, I, I like Maryland over West Virginia, but to start to get the upsets, um, Charleston over San Diego State. Charleston okay. is having a great year based off the couple uh, episodes of Sports Center I watched. Sure, sure, sure. And then. Um, I'm a big Furman guy. Yeah, just, Greg, just be- Greg mentioned that on a, you're wrong today. <laughs> just because I've been to Furman's, Furman's campus a bunch of times. That was the reason he gave? <laughs> so, big Furman guy. So, I actually have Charleston winning and I have Furman winning for, okay. a, bat- for a battle of South Carolina. And I actually like Furman to beat Charleston. In that second, in that first second or second round matchup. Well, let's not jump ahead too much, but I I also have Alabama, Maryland, Charleston, and I have Virginia, not Furman. Wow, Who do you have? those are fighting I know it's words, Chris. Controversial. Who do you have in the next group? Uh, so Creighton, and then Me Baylor. Too. Me too. Uh, Missouri, 
Me too. And Arizona. So that's all pretty oh. much chalk right there. But then it gets a little interesting. Okay. Like when we go, so if we're just going to the second round. Let's, sure, do whatever you want. We'll go to the second round. Because I have Creighton beating Baylor. And I have Missouri beating Arizona. So two, like knocking out the two and three seed in that after the first round. Okay, so you have Creighton, you have Creighton and Missouri. So Missouri is your lowest seed. Creighton plus thirty five hundred at Bavada and Missouri even lower. Missouri, oh God, where are they? Not mentioned. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Lower than that. Let's put it like that. So you ha- you go Alabama, cho- you go Alabama, Furman, Furman. Yep. and then <laughs> as most people do, as most and like the game that everyone's waiting to see. <laughs> and I assume you have Alabama beating Furman. Why would you assume that, Chris? Because uh, I am correct. I have Furman covering. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just uh, the hypothetical cover in a third round game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and okay, so you have you have Alabama and who in the finals in so, that region? I have Alabama versus Missouri. I have Missouri going to the Elite Eight, Chris. I I don't know why they're speaking to me. I like Missouri right now in these tournaments. Maybe because I saw them play one decent game against Alabama. Sure. So maybe that's why. But yeah, I, I like them to get to that next round to get to that Elite Eight. All right, I go Alabama. I go chalk t- at the top. Alabama, Arizona. Who is your winner of this region? Alabama. They are the best team in the NCAA at the moment. I agree with you, but I think Arizona beats them on that day. Well, I've got to make it there. So I, I've got Arizona beating Alabama in the uh, the Southern Finals. Let's go to the Midwest. Uh, give me your give me your first round picks. I have. Oh, sorry. I'm looking at East. Um, so Houston over Northern mm-hmm. Kentucky, obviously. And then I got Auburn, which I think is Greg's like lock of the week. And then uh, I'm going Drake over Miami. A lot of mm-hmm. people are talking smack on Miami right now and Jim Laranega. But uh, and then I'm taking Indiana. I like Indiana. I like what they got going on there. I like that one guy that we were talking about yesterday. Mike knew his name. I didn't. He's been <laughs> there for like four years. Mm-hmm. Um, then we got Iowa State. Versus Pitt. I don't know anything about either of those teams. And, By the way, uh, you're talking about Trace Jackson Davis. Yes, that's exactly what I'm taking. Tracy Jackson. Sure. The singer. Um, yep. And then Xavier. I actually really like Xavier. Sorry, did I hear you had Pitt over Iowa State? No, no. Iowa State over Pitt. Okay. I don't, I don't know anything about e- either of those teams. I mean, I feel like a lot of people right now are going to take Pitt. And- Including me including you and Vegas is going to make money because they saw him watch. They watched him play one game, but uh, yeah, I like Iowa state in that game. Pittsburgh, by the way, plus 30,000. If you think they can make a run and win the title. Sounds like we should put at least 50 to $60,000 on it. <laughs> Agreed. Just be billionaires. <laughs> Why not? Um, but then uh, Xavier, I got Xavier over Kennesaw state. I watched a lot mm-hmm. of, a lot of Xavier games this year in the big East. So um, are they in the Big East? Yes. Okay. Um, and then Penn State, just because Texas A&M has a hurt big guy and couldn't pick against a family. And then I'll take Texas because they are going to roll over Cogate. And I actually took Texas to cover. I forget what that line was. 
but I did. Oh, that's a that's a big line. I believe it's seventeen and a half at Bavada right now. Yeah, and I I think Texas will just they'll make easy work of it because they are a good yeah. basketball team this year. By the way, we are eight for eight in picks in the Midwest in the first round. It's kind of a chalk. It's kind of a chalk section to be honest. Besides, like Penn State was the really only upset. Drake. Oh, we did pick Drake, but that, Drake I just like his music. Sure, sure, sure. But I mean, is he overrated at this point? <laughs> Honestly, not. He's got so many bangers. All right. Well, we're not here to debate whether or not Drake has bangers or what the over/under of number of bangers Drake has at Pavada is. I would probably say it was. It'd be over eleven. Over eleven. What? Okay. What defines banger for you? Because that is not a real word. <laughs> like if you said, um, like if you just name the song and like I get in a good mood from it right away from just like hearing it or singing like a little bit in my head, then that's a banger. Okay, I know the Josh and Drake song, but I yes. don't know. I'm it's actually Drake and Josh, so clearly you Drake. don't know it. How it's many Drake songs can you, what? How many Drake songs can you name off the top of your head? Um what's the one was like God's plan? He has eleven bangers. God's plan, that's a banger. Um what's the one where Taylor Swift falls off the treadmill in that commercial where it's like jump man, jump man, jump man, I want, I want something. Right? I'm not here to help you. I asked you how many you could name. <laughs> um, uh, nice for what? That's one. Okay. Um, he's got a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I'm not as familiar with Drake's. Uh, Drake's okay, so here we go. I just Googled this. Rolling Stone has a Drake's top 100 songs if rolling stone is doing a top 100 for just drake alone i think that he's probably got 11 bang at least 11 bangers my line might have been too low to be honest i'm looking at a top 30 from the guardian i think rihanna probably has more than 11 bangers that's you that's just what are you we weren't talking about rihanna in any way <laughs> just saying <laughs> all right uh well Fair motto, future and little who Wayne. Ha- that was a banger. Who has more bangers, Rihanna or Drake? I mean, you I'd just said say Rihanna Rih- has more than. Yeah, more than I, yeah, yeah. I think Rihanna probably like when I watched that halftime show. I was like, oh, like I forgot this was a Rihanna song. Like this is a bop. Like this is a banger. Like yeah, probably Rihanna. Here's a big question for you. Who has the most bangers, Rihanna or Kelsey Ballerini? I, I, I mean, I hate to go against Kelsey Ballerini, but it is Rihanna. Kelsey Ballerini does. When I saw her in concert, she was just, it was hit after hit. It was a good time. I was in, uh, I was in Coles the other day and they were playing. Um, oh, fancy. Look at you. I know, right? Somebody's got money. <laughs> I got Cole's money. I got some got some Nike socks at Cole's not to brag. Uh but yeah, but they were playing uh they were playing Heart First. That's a good one. She opened with so, that one, I think. So yeah, there you go. That's uh, where rocks, dude. She rules. She puts on a good good show for the for the boys and gals of the sh- the concert goers. Greg Greg sent me some text about uh how everybody was talking about uh, half of my hometown in a group chat in your group chat one time 
Yeah. And I was, I was literally on a walk and that was the song I had listened to prior to him texting me. <laughs> That's Was he also listening to your headphones? He's got a Bluetooth <laughs> to your iPhone. I hope not. Cause I, I talk on the phone on those a lot. <laughs> Wait, oh my God. The best was, so my SIM card broke in my phone the other day and yeah. I had to go to Verizon and the guy screwed up. And like he calls his he call using my phone, he calls his phone after he fixes the SIM card and Greg's number popped up. And I was like, bro, it's like, did you it's <laughs> like, did you cancel the wrong phone? And like Greg's texting me from his email address. He's like, yo, they shut my phone off. And I'm like, dude, you messed. I was like, you messed up. Like you shut off the wrong number. And he's like, ah, oh, crap, crap. Give me a second. So we had to like make like three more phone calls and call like customer support. Like they shut off Greg's phone number and put it on my phone. Are you guys, so you guys are on the same phone plan? Yeah, of course, dude. Family plan, man. I ain't getting off that. Okay, fair enough. Just, just curious. Just curious. Is all, but yeah, Greg did tell me about the nonsense. Uh, and we, I, you're, we're on your phone plan too, apparently, because Greg's uh, Greg can hear you. I, I wondered why the price had gone up. <laughs> and by the way, speaking of phone, uh, congratulations to Ryan Reynolds, and they they sold Mint Mobile today. Nice for a lot of money. Nice. And that's what we're here to talk about: business news. Should have sold it to us. I don't think we had the one point six five billion that they were selling it for. Oh, come on, man. We got money. Is all that a money gonna of, go to Wrexham? A lot of talk that he's going to use it in his bid to buy the senators. Ottawa? <laughs> no, no, the United States Senators. <laughs> that make, that actually makes more sense. They're <laughs> yeah, all bought no, anyway. <laughs> yeah, he already has hot hot political takes here on the show. A lot, a lot of, uh, he's already, uh, he's in part of a group that is trying to buy the Ottawa senators. So the expectation is that, uh, that number might go up a little bit. Well, I think bidding's closed, but yeah. Senators. The senators. That's rough. That is absolutely rough. Okay. Same. Uh, we have the same eight there. What do you have for the rest of the Midwest? Houston over Auburn. Me too. Indiana over Drake. Me too. Xavier over Iowa State. Me too. Texas over Penn State. So I took Penn State, even though I don't necessarily think it's going to happen, because otherwise I would have taken one, two, three, four in that uh, in that bracket, and I didn't want to do it. But sometimes that happens, Chris. No, no, I know, but I didn't want to do it. So I, I took <laughs> Penn State to advance to the uh, Sweet 16. That's why people don't have perfect brackets, Chris, because they get in their head too much. Pick what you know. Entirely possible. Okay, what do you got moving forward? Houston. Mm-hmm. And then Xavier. Okay. I have Indiana beating Houston. Wow. You're getting two in your head, Chris. No, I just think they're. I, I, Marcus Sasser's hurt. I like this Indiana team. Who's Marcus Sasser? It's Will Sasso's brother. Really? Yes. <laughs> Canadian guy. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so who's Marcus Sasser? Because this is going to change my bracket a bunch. Marcus Sasser is Houston's best player. And he's not playing? I can't say for sure that he's not playing, but he's hurt. What kind of hurt? Uh, let me let me tell you. Yeah, I, I like it. How much how much can changing of the bracket can happen at this point? Well, I, let me tell you this. I have in this. Well, this one's screwed because it's a handwritten one. But I'm in two online ones, so I might have to uh, might have to make some adjustments on those online ones. Uh, injured Houston star AP up blah blah blah. 
blah, blah, blah. Sasser first team. Yeah. He's a fall, a first team, all American. Um, apparently they're not, tr- they're not really saying much about it as, as you would imagine. Uh, despite laying automatic big go, good shape run. Yeah. Not, they're not saying anything about it. They're leaving it up in the air right now. All they're saying is that we play the 16th seeded Northern Kentucky. It's a tournament. You have to win to advance. Okay. So I'm going to have to make some, make some moves. But uh, I have Houston over Xavier in my final. Oh, I'm sorry. I have Xavier over Texas. I don't think we talked about that one. I, I, I mean, they just got to get through the couple rounds, right? Because I mean, right four minutes ago, uh, this this news station says he's a game time decision right now. Okay. So and they're I, not going to lose to Northern Kentucky, so he can he doesn't really need to play. That feels unlikely, and also you could probably beat Auburn without him as well. Yeah. So yeah, okay. So Houston's uh, I, I have Houston Xavier in that uh in that matchup. And your your pick to go to the final four? I have Houston at the moment, but that could change knowing the new Sasser news. I have Indiana going to the final four. Give me <sighs> big your picks in, give me your picks in the East. The East, I have Purdue over the sixteenth seed. I think everyone kinda has that, right? Yeah, me too. Um and then I have Memphis over FAU. Me too. I have Duke over Oral Roberts, where a lot of people are picking Oral Roberts. I think it's ridiculous. I think Duke is going to win and win easily, and I think Duke is a really I Duke advances pretty far in my bracket. They uh, they're plus three thousand to win the championship. I don't hate that, but Bavada also has odds for like to advance to the Sweet Sixteen and stuff like that to to uh, advance to the Elite Eight. I love Duke to advance to the Elite Eight plus 400 as, as part of a parlay I may include tomorrow or whenever I record the show. So I have something that combats that, but we'll, we'll talk. Um, we'll, we'll but talk. I, I don't think Tennessee is very good. They're fighting a lot of injuries. So I actually like the Raging Cajuns in that game. Okay. I, I have Tennessee. Just guys think they're still a better team, but I have no problem with the Louisiana pick. And then um, I have in Providence, Kentucky, I have Kentucky because I feel like a lot of people are going to take Providence being mm. the whole, the guy that left to, to go Absolutely. to Providence. Yeah. Oh, oh the, the, yeah, yeah, the, the, the guard. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, so about. a lot of people are like, oh, revenge game, like yada, yada. It's like, dude, this is Calipari, man. This isn't like Joe Schmo off the, like, the block. This mm-hmm. is John Calipari, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think – I think Kentucky gets it done and wins that game. Um, then I got Kansas State over Montana State. I mean, the big sky doesn't belong in basketball like Greg thinks they do. Um, and then I'm taking Michigan State over USC, which I don't know if I love it, but I am taking it because I'm an Izzo guy. Okay. You I've got USC in that. Okay. I, I kind of thought you would. You, you strike me as a USC guy. Mm-hmm. And by the way, people don't talk about this enough, but John Calipari, a Pennsylvania native. My dad played against him in college. In bocce? In basketball. Yes, bocce. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they, were, uh, they were rivals in college. He went to Clarion and my dad went to Alliance. Steve Crone. I, I, I put my money on Steve. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they were, they, were, they were rivals back in the day, man. And the best is like when Cal Perry goes back and plays Clarion with Kentucky and they win like 150 to 35. <laughs> like, yeah, the Clarion, Clarion makes a bunch of money for playing that game. Exactly. Uh, Who's your last pick? Marquette over Vermont, clearly. So we're uh, pretty close on that bracket. What do you have? Who do you have in the next round? Next round, I have Memphis over Purdue. 
I uh-huh. like Memphis. Okay. I don't think Purdue is that good, even though they're starting to play a little bit better right now. But no, thank so you. That gets Memphis into the Sweet 16 where they would be plus 350. Again, if we're trying to stack a parlay at Bavada, that's not a bad option. Yeah, and then I have Duke over uh, Louisiana because I think Duke's better than Louisiana. Mm-hmm. I think they're a good basketball team. They're going to make it farther than people think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I got Kansas State over Kentucky because I think Kansas State's playing really good basketball right now from the four minutes I saw. Good four um, minutes. Yep. And then I got Marquette over Michigan State because I'm a shock smart guy. Okay. So I know. Next Philadelphia 76ers head coach. That's exactly but, that's what the rumors are saying, dude. That's rumors. what the rumors that you started to saying. Uh <laughs> okay, so we are we are the same there, except I do have Purdue uh advancing to the Sweet 16. Okay. What do you have? What do you have in the next round? I have so here's one plus eight hundred, Chris, Memphis to get make it to the Elite Eight. Okay. I got Memphis going to the Elite Eight. Justin Added Timberlake. Yeah, Derek Rose. I like Memphis. Okay. Um, and then I have Marquette to beat Kansas State. We got Marquette versus Memphis in the Elite Eight. And your your winner to advance to the Final Four? Shaka Smart, baby. Shock the world. He's been there before. He's done it before. He's got the composure. He's a good basketball coach. Kids get behind him. I, I like Shaka. Okay. Let's uh let's go to the West. Give me your picks. Kansas over Howard. Yep. Arkansas over Illinois. Yep. St. Mary's over VCU, former Shocker yep. Smart School. <laughs> uh, and then UConn over Iona because what's his name's going to be gone in a mere couple minutes after that loss. Mm-hmm. Rick Pitino heading for St. John's. Um, and then what do we got? TCU over ASU or Nevada. We'll find that out tonight who they play. Then I got uh, the Zags. I think Grand Canyon covers, but I do oh, think wow. the Zags win. Okay. Um, then Northwestern over Boise State, because that's Mark School. I'll, I'll, throw, I'll throw him a little bone. Yeah, I went the other direction because it's Mark School. <laughs> uh, I know you're not lying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm taking UCLA over the number two seed in UNC Asheville. Yeah, so effectively, we we agree on all seven picks that we didn't make for various reasons. Uh, various reasons. <laughs> all right, give me your next round. My next round is uh, Kansas over Arkansas, the battle for Kansas. So I like that okay. one. Sure. Um, and then I got St. Mary's to lose to my team in UConn, Rip Hamilton. You know, it's the Rip Hamilton revenge game. Sure. For reasons we can't talk Reason. about yeah yeah everyone knows this stuff. everyone knows like, we if we got into it now like this episode would go on way too long for sure for sure but then um then it's zaga over tcu okay then ucla over northwestern because i think ucla is a good good basketball team okay so we've got three of the same four teams advancing into the uh, sweet 16 I I have St. Mary's beating UConn. Okay, if that's we'll, we'll get into it, Chris. If you want to, well, look. I mean, again, we'd be here all day. If we're not gonna. If we're gonna talk St. Mary's Gales basketball. Like we're not. We I don't want it to get too heated. That's yeah, not what true. your show is about. This, this is more fun. of like a, this is a chill fun show. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear us yelling and screaming at each other. That's just uh, what happens when you talk Gales UConn. You know. You know it. <laughs> and Rip Hamilton stories. Like, yeah. It's almost too much heat for one show. That's what I'm saying. It's just too much. We got to, let's keep it civil. 
and finish up the finish up this bracket, the side of the bracket for me. Uh, Kansas over UConn, Zaga over UCLA. I think people are disrespecting Zaga. I think they're going to okay. be better than people think. Um, and then I'm going to take Zaga over Kansas in the Final Four. Okay, I've got Kansas over Gonzaga. So my Final Four is Arizona, Duke, Indiana, and Kansas. Yours is Bama, Marquette. Uh, Zaga and Houston. Okay, so I looked at. I thought this was interesting earlier. I was looking at the uh, the odds to reach the final four at Bavada, and my final four, if it hits, I get these four teams right. It is plus two hundred and eighty four thousand nine hundred dollars on a hundred dollar wager. Might as well. Let's uh, let's see where your guys land. We are to reach the final four. Uh, give me, sorry, give me your final four again. Bama, Marquette, yep. Houston, and Gonzaga. Zags and Marquette. Okay, not as high uh, because you're you have two plus four hundreds to get there in uh, in Gonzaga and Marquette. Yours, and certainly more likely, uh, is plus sixteen thousand one hundred dollars at Bavada. It's not even as close to you. No, it is. It's, it's no basically reason, 15, 15 times less. No reason but to bet it. I know. What, what do you even do with $16,000? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, come on. That, I have that in my wallet to give as a tip at <laughs> Cheesecake Factory. At Kohl's. They're weird about tipping the cashiers, too. <laughs> yeah. They're all Thanks. awkward. <laughs> like, I'm trying to give Thanks you 16000 <laughs> yeah, What? Like, it's not a thing. Don't don't overthink this. Just take the sixteen grand. That's this tipping the, culture in America, man. This is <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I I do like I do like giving the big tip though. I I do like giving out a big tip when uh, a big tip is uh, is earned, but definitely yes. not to a cashier. <laughs> that would be that would be a different move. Although I kind of want to do it. All the cashiers listening right now are so mad at you. I kind of want to do it at Christmas this year. I'm just going to give out a hundred dollar tip to a random cashier. Be like, Hey, you were great. Thank you. <laughs> She's like, sir, all you bought was a bag of apples. Like I didn't even have to bag them. They were pre-bagged. <laughs> yeah, and, and how you rung them up so efficiently. I, I could not even imagine doing that kind of work. Uh, final, give me your final four picks. Final four picks. I got Marquette over Alabama. Shaka okay. smart, baby. Shaka smart. Um, yeah, that is, Final four plus four hundred for them to make it. Um, to make the final is plus twelve hundred. So for Marquette, okay. and then I'm taking a Houston over uh, Zaga in the other side. Okay, let's see where that let's see where that parlay lands to make to make the finals. You get exact. Well, I guess we get exact final matchup. It's Marquette and Houston. Uh, that is plus twenty eight hundred at Bavada, so not not crazy odds, but I, you could potentially put that onto your plus, onto your. Uh, oh no, they won't let you do it because it's the same team. Never mind. Yeah, Never mind. Who's who's your winner? Marquette, baby, Shaka Smart, plus four thousand or plus two thousand. So, so you have you have uh, what Marquette is? Remind uh, my brain is a number two seed. I also have a number two seed. The Arizona Wildcats winning the uh, the NCAA championship yeah, over they, the Kansas Jayhawks. Now, does this feel good for you that I believe Mike and Greg both have picked Arizona to win? 
Wait, what? No, I, t- I talked to Greg earlier today. We did a bracket, and he didn't have Arizona winning. Yeah, in one of his other brackets. We got to remember, Greg's the same guy who plays in, like, 20 fantasy football leagues. So he's, like, he's got probably 30 to 45 brackets out there. And I would say <laughs> in, 90, odds. in 90% of them, he has Arizona winning it all. Well, that I, that is not the pick that he gave on Underdog earlier today when we literally did a live bracket. So that's, that's Greg for you, man. Guy's got so that, much going on, so many brackets. I'm sure he's listening plus, right now. I'm pretty sure he's drunk. Oh. But <laughs> it was <laughs> noon on a Wednesday. It was earlier than noon, by the way. <laughs> Look, he lives a crazy life. You get it. Uh, so yeah, super exciting. Can't wait for the next next like you said five days of basketball, including tonight. We'll be back next week to talk about what the uh, the Sweet Sixteen, the Elite Eight, that kind of fun stuff. Recap all of the the crazy nonsense that's going to happen in this first round. Because here's the thing: like, I, I, anytime you look at a bracket and we're like, "Oh, there's a one, two, a three, and a four seed," you know that bracket's wrong. It's just not going to happen. There's going to be crazy upsets. Like, you'll get like Kennesaw State beat Xavier or something like that. You'll Colgate beat Texas. Some nonsense, it's but just, that's the fun of March Madness. I, I'm very happy, and I can't wait to see March, man. And uh, yeah, you get some. You get. I hope this goes better for you than it did last year, because I believe last year is when you got angry and briefly quit. Better the life. <laughs> that was the Super Bowl last year, I think. But <laughs> I thought it was probably honestly probably both times. <laughs> I've quit the show multiple times due to my own uh, my own g- gambling. So your own your own gambling ineptitude. Yes, which it's it's tough to be on a gambling podcast when you're a bad gambler. But I've hit I'm four and zero in locks so far this year, and uh, I do feel good about that. Well, hey, I'll get you that money tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, I I haven't seen before we get out of here. I haven't seen the updated the updated numbers. Let's see. The the locks record, yeah. You're you're four and zero. Oh, Greg and Mark uh, three and one, and Mike is two and two. I am one and zero, oh, but not mentioned. And you are you're in second second place right now, not yeah, counting me. It's not good when you look at my my locks record. I'm plus seventeen point nine one units, but I'm oh I'm only up three point seven one units on the year. It's not great. Yeah, but this is why I was pushing for this because we. We have a legitimate chance of multiple people finishing plus this season. There's a lot of season left, Chris. And uh, yeah, I, I made it like boring after this. <laughs> I have made so many picks this uh that for this week on yesterday's show. Yeah. And boy, is it uh I'm scared because this could be a week where it goes downhill. Who was your lock this week? Uh, I think it was it was the Lopes. It was Grand Canyon to cover against Zaga at like 16 and a half points. Well, I wish you luck. I, I wish me Lopes. <laughs> That's going to be it for this week's <laughs> episode of The Underdog. For Matt Curran, I'm Chris Horbidell. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the NCAA tournament, and we'll see you back here next time.